Williams. Golden Globe goes to Bohemian Rhapsody. Coming to the stage are producers Graham King and Jim Beach. Accepting the Golden Globe tonight for Bohemian Rhapsody is Graham King. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Now that was unexpected. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, of course, and today is our first official episode, well, world show for 2019. We are back. We have not been on the, uh, we have not done a Cinemania World show since I think it was December 21st, I believe, when Alex and I was doing our uh, top ten anticipated movies of the of tw- of this year, but we're back. Uh, the world shows where we do all movie news, television news. Alex does his movie poll list at the end of the show. We uh, share the results of our live Twitter poll, and we go from there. So welcome, welcome everybody. Thank you guys for clicking on this this uh, episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Episode 27 of the Cinemania World Show. I am joined by my co-host, uh, just just him and I today, back again on the page. Has been on the page for about for a while. So much stuff going on um, in the new year. But Alex Madden, my co-host for the Cinemania World Show. What's up, buddy? Missed you. Welcome back. I know. Jesus, it's been too long. It really has. I've, I, w- I was looking back in our archives of all the, like, you know, and I was like, there is, like, damn it. Uh, we have not done the world show in so long. But we're back. First one of the year. Back to our regular scheduled um, show uh, show each week. Uh, it'll, it might, because of Alex's new schedule, uh, the world show will now probably be on Tuesdays. Before it was Wednesdays, sometimes Thursdays. But for the most part, it'll be on Tuesdays. If anything changes, of course, we post it, and it'll be like on a Wednesday or Thursday. But it's either those those three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. But for now, it'll be Tuesday because your schedule. Yep. Stuff. Um. All right. So, let's get right into the um. Let's get right into today's uh today's news. Uh, we got a couple of things going on. We had, what do we got? We got Golden Globes 2019 recap. Um, we got Captain Marvel trailer discussion, like a teaser. Uh, Aquaman news. Uh, Venom two news and the fast track news. So much a bunch of stuff. Television news, and then we'll go from there. So first things first, the Golden Globes. Recap. Did you watch the Golden Globes or anything, or what are some was, of your thoughts about the winners? I was at work. Uh, we had them on at work, um, and then I went to grab a pizza at Regina's after, so they had them on there. Um, I was keep. I was sort of keeping track as to what was winning, um, but I didn't. I don't really watch like the smaller ones like that. I know that this is kind of like the next big thing, like after right. like after the oscars right um this is like the next big step to the oscars um but like i just because i think it's just because they do everything and it and i can't keep up with everything you know yeah, it's a lot no you're right because it's like it it's it's tv and then and each like you know big category like tv and movies are split down into two like you know it's like it's a lot so i definitely like i'm on the i'm on the you know the the page of all the nominees and winners and i'm just like this is a lot you know the the oscars the oscars are very much more toned down as far as the categories go you know what i mean uh best picture supporting and then supporting that and that and then that's it you know um but like the golden globes is definitely and also the emmys too very hefty hefty shows so i definitely understand where you're coming from as far as that goes yeah i so i i know what some of the winners were like i knew uh what was it uh shallow from uh stars born won best original song mm-hmm. i know into the spider verse thank god won best animated movie of the year yeah Golden dude i was Globes. so happy when that um when that yeah. came through yeah i was so too. happy because i'm a huge me- fan of that movie yeah, me too. But I think the biggest surprise, and this is the main topic here, is that Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Picture. All right, yeah. So let's get right into it. Um, 
let me I have I'm pulling up the um sorry I gotta move my mic. I'm pulling up the uh you know the uh winners and nominees now. But yeah, let's go right into it. Um, best motion picture drama. Uh the nominees were Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Panther, Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star is Born. So uh the the, the prediction show that we did with um I did with Larry from LC Screen Talk. We both predicted a star is born. We just assume that was gonna be the front runner of like a bunch of stuff tonight. And yeah. surprisingly it only won one award, which is for the original song. And yeah, that's I, it weird. surprised uh it only won one and everybody was like, Wow, what happened? Like they thought every, I'm pretty sure the you know uh, Star is Born was on everyone's like you know betting odds of just went taking home all the awards tonight, yeah. last, you know last night. So it was like crazy. But uh, yeah, the winner was Bohemian Rhapsody, and I uh, for me I was surprised. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Exactly. Um, yeah, me too. But I was also like, okay, okay. I mean, okay, fine. You know. Um, but I think I do think out of all the movies, I definitely probably if it was up to me, I either would have been like to shock the system and shock the world. I would have either went with A Star Is Born or Black Panther. Um, I did. Mm. I also do love Black Klansman too. Um, so yeah, but it's crazy. A Bohemian Rhapsody walked away with that one. You know. Yeah, I think I think I would have went with any of the three that you. You just mentioned as well yeah i mean the thing with bohemian rhapsody is that it got very mixed reviews so it's like, right but i think i think what got it the best picture win and the best picture nomination is that it's a very popular movie and everybody i talked to that has seen it has not hated it like i barely i don't think there's anybody that really hates it like i'm on imdb looking at the winners right now it's got an 8.3 on imdb with 175,000 votes you must not be on Twitter because no. I you I mean you're not on Twitter like as much as I like I search Twitter all the time but yeah. Twitter was like fumigating that bohemian like people and like, I saw and I'm and I'm sitting here and I'm like people who I trust as far as like you know where it comes to like their movie takes and stuff like that there's this like unrenowned hatred for Bohemian Rhapsody and I just don't understand it like I, I get it your favorite movie didn't win but there is just this this hatred for this movie and yeah I get the controversy as far yeah, as well they didn't show why. they didn't show everything for Freddie Mercury oh. or they didn't or uh, or like the whole thing with Brian Singer I get it but that has nothing to do with the actual quality of the movie the movie exactly. is good and i and people there is just this like and, and, and there's another movie that's receiving some random hatred as well um we'll, 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 we'll go on to that and onto that a little bit later but like bohemian i i just don't get it and then like, i don't either with Rami Malek won, people are just like, ah, he's just, it was cosplay. And I thought he was like, my he was personally my Dude, favorite performance of the year. And I'm just like, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. And I'm, I, I just don't get the amount of like hate that this movie has right now. You know, yeah. I just, I really don't get it. I think, I think my reaction is similar to yours because when I saw, I, cause I was on Twitter the night of, uh, when was that? Sunday? Sunday night. Yep. Yeah. I was on Twitter after that. Um, like looking at like looking at like uh, my Twitter feed, and then like I saw that Bohemian Rhapsody had won, and it caught me off guard. I was like, "Whoa!" Like I right. did not expect that. And then that's where I saw all the hatred for Bohemian Rhapsody coming in, and it was. But all the stuff I saw didn't really have to do with anything with like Rami Malek or uh, what was the I forget what the first thing he mentioned was. Uh, it all had to do with the fact that everybody was pissed off that it won Best Motion Picture because of brian singer yeah i just think that you know it's it's such a bummer and i get trust me i i i understand where as far as like you know the um the anger as far as to him but be angry at brian singer there's not one time when they even mentioned brian singer when you know when the movie came out or anything like that so yeah. they're like if they were like promoting his name all over everything then i would understand like okay the but they're not doing any of that you know People don't understand that the reason why Dexter Fletcher is not credited as a director has to do with guidelines in the Directors Guild of America because he didn't direct most of the movie. Brian Singer did. Right. That's so why like, Brian Singer has the directing credit. 
Yeah, and it's 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 crazy because like I would understand completely if they had his name all over the billboards and the directed by Brian's. You know how the commercials do? They they do none of that. So yeah. seeing this, like people are making it seem like it's like. Uh, it's people are just making it seem like it's like movie forty two or or something like it's just or like you know I don't know they're just making it seem like it's this ho- like horrible movie and 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 I bet you if Brian Singer's name had no nowhere to do had like I had nowhere near the movie that people wouldn't yeah. be this angry and upset so yeah, it's just kind exactly. of baffling to me as far as that but um moving on real quick so we have um okay so this is another one that i was kind of pissed about not not at the not at the uh the winner but the backlash again i'm just like so best motion bet yeah best motion picture for musical or comedy green book vice uh crazy rich asians the favorite and mary poppins returns um so i for me out of all these movies um, I liked Green Book the most, but I definitely could have, would have, would have, you know, understood if the favorite one because the favorite was at, was was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Green Book won, and there was another just outcry. Why? Why Green Book? What? Like, and I'm and I'm just like I saw that like, too. Everyone on hates Twitter. Green Book now. Exactly. Like, like, where did it come from? And I'm just like, we, and I'm just like, why? Like what yeah. what happened? And and I and I and I posted that on someone's on someone's like thread because they were like, oh, it'll be cancer if Green Book wins. And I'm just like, why though? Like yeah, and exactly. it goes back again. It's like, oh, because well, the guy, um, the guy that Mahershala Ali is, is is playing doesn't like what the movie depicted of him. Okay, so all of you guys are mad about it's just it's crazy, dude. dude and I they... and these are like if 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 I would understand if like Holmes and Watson is being nominated and it's winning and all this crazy shit. Yeah, and exactly. then I would be like, okay, what the fuck? But yeah. these are good movies that everyone is mad about. I just don't get it. Yeah, it, it's weird because it seems like in like today's day and age, it's like everybody like everybody takes this stuff way too seriously. It's like we saw the backlash with the Last Jedi. Even the Force Awakens had a lot of backlash. Um, I'm trying to think of some other examples, like uh, oh, uh, I mean, I don't know. That's I can't really think of any off the top of my head. I got to go back and yeah. think about it. But like, let's say, let's take for example, like Toy Story Four. If Toy Story Four ends up being as good as the first three, there are going to be those people out there. They're going to be like. They just should have ended it at three. This movie automatically sucks. It's like, you people got to stop taking this shit so seriously. Really, though. And, and it's like, it's it's different if you're, like, passionate about these movies. And I get it. I really do. If you're, if you feel that there's better performances in any of the other movies, as far as Bohemian Rhapsody, um, you, you know, and then they, um, as far as the Green Book category, if you feel like there's better movies and you like the other performances, this is all opinion, opinions, opinions. And it's like, it's, it's just like these award shows are just, like, not... Like, they become not fun to just, you know, like, you know, there was a good old, there was, like, good old days where, like, you can throw on the Golden Globes, throw on the Oscars, and just have a good time and sit down and watch with it. Exactly. And now, it's like, everyone is just, like, if, if, oh, if, if they make, this dude win? yeah, so like, like, if they make one mistake or just one thing that you don't agree upon, you go on Twitter, you type, and you're pissed, and you yell, like, and you cry, and I'm just like, yeah. why, though? Like, and it's just like... like I like I might do that. Like I did it when uh what was it? Uh I think it was when Creed and Bridge of Spies came out and Mark Rylance was uh nominated for a uh, best supporting actor and Sly Stallone was nominated for best supporting actor. Everybody thought Stallone was gonna win for Creed. And then big upset, Mark Rylance won for Bridge of Spies. I, I like I went on Twitter and I was like, wow, I can't believe that just happened and like I really, I really think Stallone deserves it. Like, no offense to like Mark Rylance, he did a great performance, but I really thought Stallone deserved it. But I didn't like go. But after that, like, I didn't keep going on about it. You know, yeah. I was just like, I, I've come to, I've come to accept the fact that Mark Rylance won that Oscar for Bridge of Spies because he did give a great performance. Mm-hmm. I do, I still do think Sly Stallone gave a better performance in Creed. But I have to accept the fact that Mark Rylance. One and I have to accept the fact that we have to move on. You like yeah. we like it's no there's no point 
of arguing about who you think is a better actor and who you think deserves the Oscar. The, the Oscar voters have different opinions than me. They have different opinions than you. They have different opinions than the guy two buildings down from me. Exactly. And that's, but like, you know, before, that's what made everything fun and we can debate and talk about this stuff. But it's yeah. like people are taking this shit way too far as far as these like Ex- nominations, yeah. way too. And I'm like afraid when the Oscar nominations come out and like people are, it's like, it's like, and it's like people are just like, um, as far as like direct, like even today, today was the um the uh, Directors Guild Award nominations and all that stuff, and people mm-hmm. are just like the like, ranting and raving and oh, what about like Lynn Ramsey for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And I'm like, yo, that movie is probably first of all not being pushed, and second of all, it was like it it like no one knows about it. Just to be honest. Yeah. Exactly. No one knows about, like, you would never really hear. It went straight to, like, it was in the movies for, like, two weeks, and then it went straight to, like, DVD. You know, like, no one, it's like, I wish John Cho would have more recognition from searching. But yeah. I get it. No one saw it, and no and no one was talking about his performance afterwards. I was. I wish I did. But it's like, yeah, but it's not like I'm over here ranting and raving and exactly. calling everything, like, you know, non-binary because John Cho didn't get nominated. And I'm exactly, just like, just yeah. come on. Like, let's, let's all grow up a little bit but um and and, and here right here this is this is a category that i didn't ag- like the winner i didn't agree with like best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama so we had glenn close lady gaga nicole kidman melissa mccarthy and rosman pike so for me i definitely would have went with either melissa mccarthy or lady gaga i would have um, went with gaga yeah yeah gaga i know you haven't seen can you ever forgive me but melissa mccarthy is really really good in that movie yeah really really good um Glenn Close, who's what is the wife? Who exactly. Saw, like it's like who saw the wife? And I'm just like, I oh, okay, she won. Congratulations from her. I moved okay. on. That's yeah, it. Now, I moved on. It. But like you people are just it. like people are just like, oh, I'm Green Book and Bohemian Cancer. It's just oh my god. Like I didn't want. I didn't really agree with Glenn Close winning. I get it. I'm sure she's great in that movie. I never heard of it until about a couple months ago. I'm sure she's great. But I never, I never even heard of it until this award show. Right, I'm sure she's great, but I definitely would have went with Gaga and Melissa McCarthy, especially Gaga. It's not her first performance in like TV or a movie, but it's like her first major role, and 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 the fact that how good that yeah. was is crazy. You know, that that's the thing for me with Lady Gaga, like that, like I've doubted her for so long. Um, like obviously she's had talent for so long, but like I just kind of wrote her off. But after seeing that movie, I'm just like, man, I was wrong about her. Like that that's kind of why like I'm hoping I was hoping that she would win, but at the same time, Glenn Close won. Okay, big whoop did he do? Right. And it's like, um, okay, moving on. We got best performance by an actor in the motion picture drama. Rami Malik, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe. Uh, Lucas Hedges from Boy Erased, John David Washington from Black Klansman. Uh, I, I, Rami Malek won, and I, I just, I saw this coming a mile away, and I, me too, and I, and, and, you know, there's, there was honestly no, there's, there was honestly no question of who was taking that home. I Maybe thought, Bradley Cooper, but yeah, I, I definitely, thought it was, I think, I think it's a really, I think for the Oscars, it's going to be a close race between yeah. Rami Malek and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I agree, but I, I definitely, I, Rami Malek won. We all knew he was gonna win. Then people rant, ranted and Rami Malek just because they don't like the movie. And I, I mean, even if you don't like Bohemian Rhapsody, I know people aren't the biggest fans, hey. but it's just like you can't discredit his work, especially yeah. especially because he was brought on as a secondary. Yeah, it's supposed to be Sasha Baron Cohen. Exactly. Um, you you know how, you know how many Best Picture Oscar winners I don't like. I accept the fact that they're Best Picture winners, though. Yeah. Right, I yeah, like I I I just don't get why we're like people are just mad about like a performance or a right. movie. It's just accept it and move on. Right. I um okay, so next we have um we have best performance by an actress in a motion picture. We had um Olivia Coleman, Emily Blunt. Well, Olivia Coleman for the favorite. Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins Returns. Elsie Fisher for Eighth Grade. Uh, Charlize Theron for Tully and Constance Wu for Kate Crazy Rich Asians. That was for musical or comedy. Uh, I guess we're moving on from the drama. 
category. But uh, Olivia Coleman won, and out of these, I, I mean, I knew I'm a big fan of Elshie Fisher at the eighth yeah, grade, but too. I knew she wasn't gonna win. Um, but I, I can see why for Olivia Coleman because she was really good in the favorite when I saw. I know you didn't see that yet, but she was. Yeah, really good. no, I haven't. Yeah, she was really good in that. And that um, but I was actually, I was actually surprised by the musicals, by you know the nominations for this category. But I definitely agree with what what won and who won and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got best performance by an actor in a motion picture for a musical or comedy. Uh, Christian Bale, Lynn Manuel Miranda for Mary Poppins Returns. Christian Bale for Vice, of course. Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. Robert Redford for Old Man and the Gun. And John C. Riley for Stan and Ollie. This was kind of like the weird kind of category yeah. as far as the choices go. But I guess I understood why um, Christian Bale was honestly the only person in that category. Well, Viggo Mortensen, too, was really good in Green Book. But, yeah, um, yeah I definitely have to go with Christian Bale as far as that one. Uh, Did you see Vice? I didn't see Vice. I didn't see I Vice didn't either. I, I didn't see Vice. Just because I haven't seen it, I would probably go Vigo Mortensen. But I've heard, okay. I've heard Christian Bale is really good as Dick Cheney in Vice, and then uh, I heard Robert Redford's really good in The Old Man and the Gun, and that guy's that guy's like ancient. Wait, what did you say? Go ahead. I I heard that um, Christian Bale's really good as Dick Cheney in Vice, um, and then I heard Robert Redford's also really good in The Old Man and the Gun. And that dude's like ancient. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I didn't see Old Man in the Gun, but I uh, I heard he was um I heard he was uh pretty good in it. Uh, Stan and Ollie. I was just like, what? But it's just like, yeah, well, yeah, I don't even weird. know what that is. Um, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Um, we got Regina King, Amy Adams, Claire Foy, Emma Stone, and Rachel Weisz. I for me, Regina King, I, I definitely understand why she won and she definitely deserved that one. Uh but I did I did enjoy uh Emma Stone and Rachel Vice in the favorite, but I guess it was like as far as that category as far as that goes, is like which one do you give it to? Because they both did equally well in that movie. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, coming out of this as far as like the most heart wrenching performance, I'd probably get I probably would give it to Regina King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's hard when you nominate like two act actors or actresses from the same movie. I think that happened with the fighter for the Oscars. I was like, ooh, like this could go either way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. So, um, uh, what are the other things? So, all right, real quick, we'll go through these ones. Uh, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a any motion picture we had mahershala ali green book timothy chalamet beautiful boy adam driver black klansman and richard richard e grant for can you ever forgive me and then sam rockwell for vice so mahershala ali definitely won for it definitely this this was a hard category because yeah richard richard e grant was really good and can you ever forgive me um adam driver was really good i did not see vice so i don't know how well sam rockwell did uh yeah. and then and then i i actually just recently watched beautiful boy and um he timothy chalamet did really well too so but i as far as green book i i, I would have given it to Maharshala ali as well because i i really enjoyed his performance yeah me too yeah, yeah, he was he was really good in that. Yeah, and stuff like that. So that was pretty good. But uh, quick winners, uh, best director Alfonso Cuarón won for Roma. Oh, and this one too, like everybody was like pissed off that Peter Farley was even nominated, and I'm just like, ah, you know, nominated for a Green Book. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. <clears throat> uh, best screenplay, uh, Green Book won that too. Green Book had a really really good had a really really good showing He's... out. Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna have a good showing at the Oscars too. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, and then best motion picture animated. I was so excited. Uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse won that, and I I hope this means that it gets nominated for an Oscar. Um, we say oh it definitely will, but we just don't know with the Academy. Yeah, but yeah, we don't know. Yeah, I am definitely happy for this movie. Uh, I I enjoyed Ralph Breaks the Internet. 
I had my problems with Incredibles 2. I did not see I Love Dogs or Mirai, but I just know how much I loved Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, so I was so happy for that to get some love. And yeah. Stuff like that. And to even walk away with a win, it's just crazy. So I, I bet you, and I bet they was never expecting all of that kind of praise for that movie. So I'm, I'm excited to see how this goes as far as the rest of the uh, award season. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm really excited for Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, um... Uh yeah, cause you saw it and you liked it, right? Oh yeah. yeah, I really loved it. It was uh, it was on my top ten of the year. Right, yeah, it was it was really good. It was really good. Um, oh, real quick, cause I didn't um, I wanted to talk to about talk to you about this in person. I didn't look, I didn't watch your video for top ten best. Cause I know you've like been sick and stuff. Yeah. Um, but oh, later yeah. on in the show, we'll get your top ten. We'll go back and forth, cause I know we um, you and I, that's like our thing to just go back and forth on film. So, yeah. Um, We'll go yeah, back and got, forth of our top tens and stuff real quick. Yeah, I I recorded I recorded both of those videos while like. Yeah, I know. Like the the <laughs> other, like I remember like last week that was when like last week when like five of us were sick from the page. It was yeah. just crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, also, real quick, Roma won for uh, best foreign language film, so that's great for that movie. Um, but yeah, the um the I think it was a good year for the Golden Globes. I there's not I mean there's definitely a maybe like a two awards where i would have like eh, okay, i would have given it some something else but i mean it was it, it was it, it's fine i don't want to yeah, show all the, all the but, hatred for the golden globes at all but here's the thing you moved on you're like you're like princess elsa you let yeah, it go exactly i mean even though it was a, a horrendous joke you're right <laughs> no, <laughs> no but you're bad, right but... it's just it's just like it's just like just come on let's all uh, i don't know let's and just then I, another thing I saw too is a lot of people are mad that like a quiet place is being nominated and stuff. Right, I'm like a, right. a quiet, I loved a quiet place. Right, um, I agree. So, uh, a quiet place is yeah, a quiet place is getting nominated for a bunch of stuff as well. Um, we'll see how well that one does, especially when Oscar season comes about. But uh, moving on now, we have our uh, the Captain Marvel. The uh, we had a kind of a. What was it like a teaser, a special look? What I'm gonna call it a teaser trailer. Um, but we had a trailer, third one for Captain Marvel. Uh, everyone, I it came out last night with a couple of more posters and stuff like that. Uh, before I give my thoughts, what did you think about the little teaser and and how how ex- tickets are now on sale? I didn't pick mine's up yet because I'm not in a rush. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what did you think <laughs> about the uh, teaser? I mean, I think it's better than the two trailers we've gotten before um i think i think uh tyler was saying it shows off her personality more and i agree on that um i just don't i i don't know i'm i'm on the fence still with brie larson i mean i don't know you said she's miscast i'm i don't know i mean she might be she might not be i got it it's something this is a movie where it's something where I got to see how it all unfolds on the screen before I make, before I judge it, you know? Yeah. I like, I, I get that. Um, I really do understand that as far as like your reasoning as to why you can't yeah. really make a decision. I get yeah. it. But oh, yeah. go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. For me, it's kind of similar to like guardians of the galaxy for me. Cause when I remember when the guardians of the galaxy trailers came out, I was like, Oh, I don't know about that. That might be Marvel's first to miss, and then look at how it turned out. Well, I mean, see, I would understand. I would understand that completely if that was everyone else's notion. But I was one of the people who was excited because it was something different from the Marvel Studios. You know, as far as like what we've gotten so far that at that point uh, at that point in period, uh, and I know a lot of people were excited about the Guardians of the Galaxy. What now was like shaping up. Maybe there was probably a couple people who was like, oh, nah. But it's like this one, the majority of people are saying the same thing that just, they just, they're just not feeling it. And that's just what I feel. And it's like, once again, I am the first, I, I'd be the first to tell you about how excited I was for Captain Marvel after Infinity War, after I read all the comics and stuff like that. I, and I'm not a comic book. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's the comics. I'm, it's not, you know, because I'm, I'm not this big, crazy, like, comic book person. I read a couple a year, 
and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I I mostly read a couple of comics of like you know the superhero movie that that's coming out, like Infinity War. I read Infinity Gauntlet and some of the the uh, Avengers, you know, like some of the Infinity comic books and stuff like that, like Infinity Wars, Infinity Gauntlet, all that stuff. I read all that stuff, and it was fun to read. Before Civil War came out, I read the Civil War comic books, which is really good. Um, and then before Aquaman came out, I went out and got a couple of Aquaman comic books and read those. So that's just like how I like to do it, kind of. So this Cap- Infinity War ended, and I was like, yo, I'm buying Captain Marvel comics now. And I and I did, and I was like, this, sh- this is going to be so great. She's going to be such a badass. And then... I going and I'm like Brie Larson. I'm a huge fan of her. Great. And then that first trailer came out and I was just like, wow, like I am so underwhelmed. And it's like, I don't know what it was, but I was just not into it at all. Then the second trailer came out and I was still the same thing. Then this one comes out and I'm like, okay, but it just looks so dull. And she just, to me, she just feels so out of place yeah out of place and miscast and it's like you watch her you watch her like do an interview about the movie and she just has all this charisma and she's so excited about it and all that stuff and then on screen like some of the 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 like the moments and the shots are just so dull and i'm like well why is this not transcending on the screen you look at like an interview with jason momoa and momoa is just yeah i'm aquaman yeah you know he's excited my man yeah and he's all pumped and then what's he doing in the movie the same thing he's excited and he's pumped to play this character i don't feel a thing from brie larson and call me what you want i just like I'm just not, I'm not excited for this at all. And it's like, listen, if, if this, if this was making me feel how the comic books were when I was reading them last year, I would have bought four tickets right now. But because, you know, last year when after that last Infinity War big trailer, what did I do? I went out and bought three tickets for you, me and Christina, you know, because mm-hmm. I was so excited. This one, I'm like, yo, fuck, I can wait the week before to buy tickets because I'm just not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see it, of course, but I'm just not like, yeah, Captain Marvel. I'm just like, and it's I, not it's crazy to me. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not. It's not one of those movies that has the line, "My father was a lighthouse keeper." <laughs> so yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah, um, I think I think the thing is, I think when you look at Brie Larson in interviews compared to the footage we've seen so far in the movie. As you said in interviews, she has the charisma, but I feel like in the movie, she just has, like, crazy bitch face. Yeah, yeah, that, that too, and I'm just like, I don't know. I, I think don't, that's uh... I think that's the big problem. Like, like this, I, the, this little sneak peek, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, I think it did kind of brighten her up a little bit more than what we saw in the first two trailers. Like like, like I said, and I agree with Tyler, Like it gave her more of a personality, and I think she showed that more. Like She showed a little bit more emotion in this footage, but, I mean, she still has, like, resting bitch face. Yeah, and it's just, like, um, I don't know. It's, and it's just, like, I... Even, like, the action doesn't even look that... And I'm just... Man, I, I I have to show you some of the action scenes inside those. Like, it's crazy some of the action scenes inside those comics, and like the character is so like the character. Uh, Carol Danvers is just like she's a clumsy, witty, you know, like kind of she's kind of like a female Peter Parker in some ways, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you know, she's just, like, funny and charismatic and whimsical and, and witty and smart. And then when, when it's time to throw down and that and that face mask goes on, she's just this, like, entity of just power and, and just badassery. And I just get dull from this from these trailers. And I just get no emotions. And I don't know. I'm just not excited I, still. I kind of feel like that's, like, the whole point, though. Because the movie's set in 1995. So I don't know if it's, like, intentionally going for, like, that, like, cheesy, like, 90s, like, superhero action movie feel. And, then like, she's doing this on purpose because of that. I mean, I don't know. That's kind yeah. of that's kind of a feeling I'm getting a little bit. Right, right. So that's 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 what I I agree with you, and that's like um I understand. I I 
listen, I, 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 I still have some sort of excitement for the film because I just love the character so much. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just okay. Go back if you. Just one quick, one quick, quick, quick example. When we hear the words Tony Stark, like before Robert Downey Jr. made it, made him this like figure. From what you knew of Tony Stark, what did you what What did you know about 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 that character? I actually had no idea Iron Man even existed. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, no. Okay. Okay, I'll do another example. Spider Man. You knew Spider Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. You you know what Spider Man? You seen the cartoons? You seen yeah. the you seen the shows? You seen all that stuff? Yeah. So when that movie was first coming out, two thousand whatever, uh, and you knew the note, like you knew of Spider Man, and you know what kind of character he was, right? What yeah. what is the kind of character Spider Man is? I figure kind of like kind of like a trash talking, sarcastic superhero that spins webs. Exactly, and he's a nerdy kid and all yeah. that stuff. But he's that, like, man, that I didn't he's know like, until I saw the movie. Right, yeah, but I knew, like, you know, he's like a man when he puts on the mask. He's just, even though he's still kind of jokester-like and whatnot, he's still, like, he has a responsibility. Yeah. Right? You know that. Now, could you have imagined if the trailers for Spider-Man, right, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man comes out, and Spider-Man is just like, hi, my name is Peter Parker, and I'm excited too, and I'm going to be spinning some webs, and I'm going to take down the goblin. I love Mary Jane. What? What would you be like? What? Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Would you, be, would you just be like, who's that? Because that's yeah. not Spider Man. Now, yeah. Captain I, Marvel, Carol Danvers is the same thing. She is. She's literally like she. She. It's the same thing, and she has all this charisma. And I'm looking at the first trailer. No, we are noble warrior heroes from the Kree. You. It's just so like this is so boring, and I'm, it's just like there's nothing grabbing me with this stuff. I mean, it looks cool, suit looks cool, but there's nothing grabbing me with this character at all, and it's not resonating so far with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I see why. Um, I just think it's for me. I don't know. I just gotta see the movie first. That's that's just my opinion on it. Yeah, no, I understand that, and that's why you know I'm glad we can have these kind of conversations. Uh, wait. Um, personal reminder that Glass comes out next week. Everyone, hello. Um, I'm watching the trailer. It's on don't the go see replicas like I will. <clears throat> I'm not doing that to myself, but. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's what I like about these conversations with you and I is that we're just, we can disagree or we can just debate and debate, but we're not like, oh, fuck you, Alex, and just, yeah, like, you know, right? it's like, you know, it's so, that's good. All right, moving on, because I didn't, like, we're going on 40 minutes, and I'm like, damn. Jesus, um, already? Yeah, and we still got so much stuff to get through, but we'll try, we'll, tr- we'll speed through everything, because I am tired. Uh, it's a school night. Uh, okay, so... Aquaman box office. This kind of ties into one, but first, Aquaman's box office is just ridiculous. And, oh yeah, uh, I, I, it was just, chunk, I, I was just looking at it. It made a good chunk this weekend, but I it's 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 like it's right now worldwide. It has two nine hundred and forty five million dollars, so it'll hit the billion dollar club before it's out of theaters. That's 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 a definite. That's and, a big win. Right, and it is now the highest. Um, it is now, and it's not even done. Like you know, with this, with its um, it's not even done with its like you know with this haul. But for the like right now worldwide, it's the highest opening DCEU film. Um, it's not the highest opening DCEU film as far as for um for domestic. Uh, just because it came out at a rough time with Bumblebee and Mary Poppins. Yeah. So you know, but like, but right now. It is the worldwide is the highest grossing DCEU film with nine hundred and forty five million. Uh, second place is Batman v Superman, and that's not even close with eight hundred and seventy three million. And so, that movie should have made over a yeah, billion. This, uh, yeah, this exactly with the with the names and all that stuff. But this is a huge win for Aquaman. I could yeah. not be happier about this the success of this film because it means that he's gonna stay Aquaman and yeah the, the, and. Hopefully this means that, that they can fat they can greenlit a bunch of other solo films because you're right uh, the solo films work as far as like DCEU yeah. go 
and even that's like, like that's where they're strong. You know, even like DC films in general, it's so their solo films is where they thrive. So yeah. I'm so happy to see Aquaman doing so well. I'm very happy for everyone it's, involved. I'm sure they're all happy as well. Yeah, especially after Justice League cost three hundred million to make and it only made six hundred and fifty seven point nine million worldwide in its entire run. I mean, that just proves that that just proves right there. And the fact that Batman v Superman didn't even make a billion dollars worldwide like that just proves that like their solo films are a lot like they're bringing in a lot more money and i think a lot of people were really as opposed to like wonder woman because i don't know if anybody really thought uh how what like how good wonder woman was going to turn out and i i enjoyed wonder woman um that made 821.8 million worldwide so i mean the fact that like aquaman's already closing in on a billion that's a huge win for DC and I think this is this was probably the most anticipated DC movie I've seen in a while. Like I didn't like all the hype for Aquaman. Like I didn't really see that honestly with Justice League and I think that's why Justice League bombed at the box office. Like I didn't see anybody really hyped up for that movie all that much. And then but then when Aquaman was coming out like we saw all the trailers and every like you saw how packed that screening was like people wanted to see that movie like people were lining up to see this movie in the fucking and, cold too it was like exa- 20 yeah. degrees outside and people yeah. were lined up for this movie exactly. and it's like dude i went like the week i went again the week after with a well, couple of instances when i went with my mom over the weekend it was just flooded and stuff like that luckily i got my seat i got my tickets early but it was flooded then uh last week new year's i went last week new year's i went to go see bumblebee with my girlfriend for new year she wanted to see oh well i wanted to see it again and she's a fan of Haley steinfeld so she wanted to see it um and she likes those like you know those like coming of age kind of movies so we went to go see bumblebee and then we had a we had like a half hour before it started so i walked into aquaman like mid you know the part when they were at the uh when they were at the, like those like gazebos and stuff like that um, yeah you know you know him and mara and stuff yeah um with they was on that it was on that part and i looked to the and it was like it was in downtown and it was crowded and this is like on a yeah close, this, this was new year's I think, day I, and think, I was like wow like I, jesus i think like i'm thinking now that warner brothers did a good job with their release for that movie because they did it they did it right before Christmas, so people could right. go see it right before Christmas. And then those people that couldn't see it right before Christmas, or uh, like right before New Year's, got to see it on New Year's, and it's ruled the box office what three weeks in a row now. But yeah, but I do think still, I do think it would have been bigger if it came alone, like came out alone. But yeah. you're right yeah. with the comp- with the amount of competition in theaters, like Mary Poppins, Bumblebee, Spider Verse, even the Mule is like making some waves. Like uh, I th- it, it definitely. If it would have came out alone, it would have been. Could you imagine if it was by itself how much it would have made that weekend? You know I what know. I mean? Like if it was by itself, how how better it could be doing? It would have been doing domestically and stuff. And that's like something that we'll have to wait and see with how Shazam does and all that stuff. But yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm very very happy to see Aquaman thriving and doing yeah, so well. And this is con- considering that the crimes of Grindel Watts uh, only made 643.1 million. Yeah. Um I I mean, I think this movie's really making up for some of that loss. That Well, well, I mean, you're right. But Warner Brothers has been they had a really good year. They like, did have they, a good year. They had a really, really good year. So um like a lot of their movies were really, really successful this year. There's like an abundance. Say what you want about the nun, but it did well. Uh Ready Player One, Rampage. Yeah, uh, I Ocean, forgot that they Ocean's, did Ready Player One. Yeah, the Meg, Oceans Eight, all the all that shit's Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Sorry, yeah, they they did really good. They had a really good year. So, um, they were fine regardless of, um, Fantastic Beast losing its money. But oh yeah, and they have a Star is Born. So like, yeah, they're good. Oh yeah, crazy, that made a lot crazy, of shit. Too. Yeah, yeah, crazy rich Asians. Like yeah, they did really good this year. Um, so yeah, but um, going into the actual box office, box office, uh, we had number one Aquaman this weekend, uh, thirty one million. Only a forty percent drop in its third weekend in the U.S. box office. Number two, this was actually I'm surprised at how good this did, but it's Escape Room uh, came wow. in at eight, eighteen million. I was it wasn't like 
it was only in two thousand theaters, and it came in at number two. That's uh, going up, going up that, against Mary Poppins and Bumblebee. That's, that's crazy. Good. That's good for a first week January release. It really is, and I'm just like, wow, that's not bad. So um, that'll probably warrant a sequel because you know even the ending kind of sets up a sequel. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's good for Sony. Uh, they had a good year too. Sony was really good, but um. <clears throat> Maybe the quality of some of the movies weren't that great, but Sony did. Sony had a really good year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Escape Room, Escape Room came in at number two, uh, only in two thousand theaters. Eighteen million dollars it, it brought in, pretty good for um you know for going up against Aquaman and all these other movies. But number three we had Mary Poppins Returns with fifteen million in its third weekend, forty four percent drop. Bumblebee with thirteen million in its third weekend. Into the Spider Verse with another thirteen million. Uh, this is actually doing well in the box office as well. It's actually at one hundred thirty-three million, which is good. Uh, nice. That's in its fourth weekend. And then in number six, we had The Mule, Vice, and number seven, Second Act at eight, Ralph Breaks the Internet at nine, and Holmes and Watson at ten. Uh, yeah. So anything, anything catch your eye on the um, box office this week? Um, I mean. Not a general movie per se. I mean, good for Aquaman um, that it's still that's it had it didn't drop like a crazy ton like Batman v Superman and Justice League did. But I think what what I noticed when you were reading off those numbers, the top five did pretty well. Like I think that's yeah. I think that's the best top five that I've seen the top five do in a, a while. And it's like yeah, and it's like yeah, it's a really good. All these like movies. I mean, I know people are kind of bummed about Bumblebee, uh, yeah. as far as like domestically. But I mean, Bumblebee. We've been saying it. You have me. You and I have been saying it. And then me and Brett on the morning movie show on on Sundays been saying it for weeks that Bumblebee should have moved. Uh, Bumblebee should have moved. So even last weekend, nothing came out last weekend. It well, could have moved there, or it could have moved. Um, it could have moved the week. Before the twenty first, when nothing now, was, it just it just like it's baffled, baffled. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. There wasn't a big movie that came out in November, was there? Uh I mean, you had Creed, Wreck It Ralph, yeah, uh, that, yeah. the Internet. But it's like you know, you're right because it was a, like after Creed came out, there was like a two week gap of literally like me and Brett does we do the morning movie show which is the show where we talk about the movies that came out that weekend and you know what we thought of them it's like basically like a movie review kind of show so yeah. we we do all of that and then like for like a two weeks gaps we had like Mary Queen of Scots and then like something else like Schindler, Schindler's List and we were just like like dude one of these big major movies could have came out, and it's crazy. And I was like, it's crazy to me to know that the only move, the only like company or studio that had the most freaking like logic was the one that's gonna be like nothing in a few months, and that was um 20th Century Fox with Alita Battle Angel. They moved the yeah, shit, yeah, you know, which I know. is the smartest thing to do. You, yeah, 20 December 21st was going to die for so it was gonna be a death spot for somebody one of the three um yeah. and unfortunately bumblebee although i really really enjoyed it i knew that was gonna be you're not gonna be aquaman you're not gonna be mary poppins you're just not so one of you i think bumblebee should have been the one that came out either late december i mean i mean late november or early december because it, yeah, like, it was like it was like a three-week gap of nothing and i'm not even kidding there was not mary queen of scots and like what's another like a random movie it was like it was just like instant family it was just nothing coming out you know yeah so i don't know why it all i don't know why like it stayed in that in that weekend um, but Alita Battle Angels was the only smart movie to move out of that weekend and go into February, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Bumblebee could have could have even been February, you know, like um, January. But um, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know. You know, it's crazy, you know? Yep. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. still need, and I still need to see Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee was really good. I thought you saw it. No, not yet. No, I haven't yet. Yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, one of my favorites of the year. Really good. I think you'll love it. I think you'll like it a lot. Especially yeah. if you find enjoyment in the first Transformers, is that the one you like? The yeah, first? I, I like I like the first one, but then if I watch them all in succession, I hate the first one. Like the sequels, right, yeah. marathoning them, the sequels make me hate the first one. But as a standalone film, the first one's good. All right, yeah. So if you find enjoyment in the first one, then you'll definitely love Bumblebee. It was really good. Okay. Um, 
So try to see it at some point whenever you have. I know you. I know you. But try, I know you got like you don't work start work early on for Saturday or Sundays. Which day is it? I start. I start at ten a.m. Saturdays and Sundays. Oh, okay. What's the days when you can go see like a matinee? Like Friday? Is that Friday? Is I can see. I can see a matinee during the week. It's right. just Saturdays and Sundays I go in. Yeah, so I would definitely recommend try to see it because I know it's still it's still playing. I mean, it's not like it's out of theaters. It's still yeah. playing. You still got time to catch it. But um, yeah, I definitely recommend a matinee real quick if you can. But yeah. um, yeah, it was really good. But finally, we are into the fast track news, and we'll speed we'll, we'll speed past all of this. Uh, fast track news: Venom Two is officially in the works at Sony. Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams will is set to return. Elsie Fisher was bullied by fans after a tweet about Bohemian Rhapsody. Basically, she said she loved it and she was happy that it won. And grown men fucking chastise her. And she's 15 years old. Yeah, and give the girl a break. It's, it's baffling. Alita Battle Angel first reactions call it an action-packed film. It's actually getting a lot of praise on Twitter right now, which is great. Uh, Matt Reeves' Batman movie is set to start filming in November. That's and the still June- happening. I guess. And then the Dune reboot cast Guardians of the Galaxy's Dave Bautista. So those so those are some stuff that dropped today and yesterday and stuff like that. So anything anything stand out to you in this category of hashtag news? Um Yeah, the Elsie Fisher thing. These grown men living in their mother's basements with nothing else to do. Yeah. Just can't accept a little girl's opinion. It's not even that. Dude, you know how many shitty movies I liked when I was like fifteen? Yeah, exactly. Like, we all like, did. But 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 it's not even a shitty. That's the that's why it's so ridiculous to me. Like if she was like, guys, give give like you gotta give Holmes and Watson a break. It was so good. I would totally give it. Okay, Elsie, stop. Get off Twitter. Yeah, exactly. This, the chip love Bohemian Rhapsody. The oh my god, it's just so why stupid. why does it why does it matter what people like and don't like. It's all opinion based. That's the problem with film. It's like so subjective, but people, again, people take it way too damn seriously. Stupid, man. It's so crazy. And I feel for her. And it's such a, and she's like, she's like, before eighth grade was a thing, like she's, she's, she was on Twitter talking about how, you know, she's depressed and she goes through all this shit. And now, like, you, you go from that and then you go, from that to being fucking Golden Globe nominated, and and with like with like and and you're in you're nominated alongside with like juggernauts like Nicole Kidman and Olivia Colt like you know what I mean juggernauts, so that's a huge accomplishment. And then she she's raving. She's a 15 year old at the Golden Globes, excited, happy. Bohemian Rhapsody won. She loved it. And then people, ah, well, you don't know anything about movies. Well, no shit. Like, what are you like? Oh my god. Yeah, it, it it's crazy. Like, like it's just like, and that's why I'm just like, just like, let's grow. Can we please grow up? Like, it's just, and, and, and it's like talking about films becomes not fun because people like this who are so toxic. It goes back to our Aquaman review, and everyone knew. Aquaman, it's a DCEU movie, Dude. so the DCEU fans would would get like upset or something like that if you even talk bad about it. And I remember in our review, Dude. yeah, sorry, like, you go first. Yeah, like we liked it, and we still got like comments like, "Ah, oh, but you guys don't know anything about movies." That, so that, that's what's been on my. I I gave the movie a positive review, but it's all those DC fans who are like, "No, it's a ten out of ten. You have to give it an A plus. You're not a real reviewer." I'm like, yeah. I liked the movie, right? And it's like, like that's if, not good enough. And it's like if you don't give it an A plus 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 plus, and you hate yeah, you hate yeah. you, you hate, then I hate my mother and all that dumb shit. It's just so dumb. Like let's grow the fuck up and stop being vaginas. Like just, just, let's grow up, please. Moving yeah. on. Uh, television yep. news rundown. A couple of things. Um, so some of the um, some of the winners from television that we had uh, earlier today from the Golden Globes. I'll 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 speed past them real quick. But God, can we get to it? All right. So best television series drama. We had The Americans, Bodyguard on Netflix, which is really good. Homecoming, Killing Eve, and Pose. Uh, the winner was The Americans, which I can vouch for. It's a really good show. I'm on, I'm on season one right now. Uh, and Killing Eve is also a really good show, so I was happy to see that nominated. Uh, the Comincy Method won Best Television Series, Musical or Comedy. Um, and then 
the assassination of Gianni Versace won Best Television Limited Series. And uh, yeah, a couple of performances. The big, the big kind of shocker for everyone was that Amy Adams didn't get any wins tonight. Sure, um, yeah, sure yeah, because that was like a huge thing, and like she got nothing for it. So I guess that was like everyone's like ah, Amy Adams. But it's like, yeah. So um, that was some of the biggest wins and losers from the uh, television side of the Golden Globes. And then Netflix and not not Netflix, sorry, HBO dropped some first looks at their newest shows in the, in the Golden Globes uh, for Game of Thrones, Watchmen, and Big Little Lies. Uh, Watchmen looks horrific to me. Game of Thrones, I'm excited for. Um, and yeah, Big Little Lies is a very underrated show that's really good too. So then we had the Punisher season two trailer dropped with a new poster, but it's hard to get excited for that because it'll probably get canceled like everything else on on that Marvel Netflix and stuff like that. But television news, what do you think? Okay, he, well, this would suck. Imagine this scenario: so they released the Punisher trailer along with the poster for right. what is it, season two? Yep. What if before, like, what if they release that in the poster, but before season two even premieres, they cancel it, so you only have one season? Yeah, that'd be dumb. I mean, it's already it's already premiered. It's that, shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like shot and paid for, so they got a yeah. show. And yeah, you know, like no, and like the show is getting no buzz because everyone is just like it's gonna get canceled, you know. And that's it's the same thing that's gonna happen to Jessica Jones when that when season three comes out. And it's going to be the same thing, and everyone's not going to get excited because, I mean, what do you expect if, like, a show comes out and you just cancel it, like, a week after? You know, it's like, yeah, is, exactly. of course no one's going to get excited. Then you're going to be like, well, no fans watch Punisher Season 2 when we released it. I'm like, well, no shit because you canceled it. got his ratings up, No shit because you canceled like you, no one has faith anymore because you keep canceling the shows. So well, it's dude, like that, that, that's the biggest problem with Netflix. Like they, they have all these shows and then like they have good ratings and then they cancel them. So their ratings go down. And then you look at like their, you look at like all the movies that they have on Netflix too. Like their original movies that like they produce. And it's like Netflix presents. It's like everybody hypes them up so much. And then like you look at the reviews and all that. And it's like, they're not that great. Right, yeah, it's 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 frustrating. It, like I don't see what the big fat is with fir- with Bird Box. I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna watch it, but like, yeah, I watched it over the weekend. And it's actually really good. Is it? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and yo, the cast is like, I went but into see- Bird Box only hearing, only seeing memes, and I only I was only looking at memes and Sandra Bullock. I did not know of the incredible cast they had. Alita Battle in that shit. MGK's in that shit. Lil Rel. From Get Out is in that shit. John Malkovich is in it. Yeah, um, he's a lot of a lot of good people. Um, it's a Travante Rhodes from Moonlight and Twelve Strong oh, is in cool. it. He's cool. He's good. Like, yeah, it's a really good cast and it's pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, but go the, on, the go problem on. with the problem with Bird Box that I that I'm seeing is that like people don't even like the movie itself. They just say they like it because it's Sandra Bullock in a different role. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been seeing a lot of. Yeah, no, I, I can doubt. It's it's definitely it's definitely v- v- way too overrated, and I I understand where you get that where you get that aspect from it. But yeah. I enjoyed it. I watched it on Sunday. I I had a good time. I I watched it again too. It was really fun. And I was expecting yeah. like, eh, all right, let's see what all the fuss is about. That's why I put it on. But it was fun. I yeah. think you should check it out when you have t- when you have a chance. But I thought it was fun. Oh, just just in. From, uh, oh. I mean, take this with a grain of salt because it's Barstool Sports. Uh, Margot Robbie will be playing Barbie in the new live action film. I actually saw that earlier. What the fuck is going on? What the know. fuck do we need a Barbie film? Is it live action? It's live action too? It's live action, yeah. Why? Who asked? This is, I fucking hate it's, all these. Been, she's, she's just going to be playing her character from Wolf of Wall Street all over again. All, yeah, all these amazing scripts and ideas. Barbie! Let's go with Barbie! It's just. Dumb, 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 dumb. All right. Speaking yep. of, speaking of, I don't know what I was gonna say. Speaking of something, but movie pull list. Uh, what do you got for this week? I mean, you could say I know it's kind of a slow week for the uh, Blu-rays and DVDs, but um, how about last week and the week before or something? Oh uh, yeah, I was just about to ask you how far back do you want me to go? Uh, um, surprise me, I guess. <laughs> okay, let me get to. Just, I, just don't kill me. Okay, I think I think the last time we did it, we covered the week of December fourth, which is when like Mission Impossible yep. came out. Um, let me get to December. 
I don't know if we talked about. Oh yeah, I think we did talk about the eleventh because that's when um, Equalizer Two came out. I remember saying that that was uh, your most. I'll go. I'll go back to. The, I'll go to the week after that. Um, so for December eighteenth for Tuesday, we had two thousand one: A Space Odyssey on four K and the re-release on Blu-ray. We had Venom with its dumb Blu-ray embargo. Uh, Schindler's List re-release and uh, release on 4K. Uh, The Predator 4K and Blu-ray. Simple Favor. A lot lot of shit came out that week. Um, Simple Favor, Blu-ray and 4K, Predator 4 Movie Collection, Blu-ray and 4K, The House with a Clock in Its Walls, and that's just, that's about it for that week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anything came out on Christmas. No. Yeah, I would assume. Uh, oh, White Boy Rick came out on Christmas. Did it really? I kind of wanted to see it. <clears throat> yeah. I, I was talking to somebody at work yesterday. So she said it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, for New Year's Day, which was January 1st, my favorite movie of 2018, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, so I, I bought it. I just have to watch it. Yeah, Blu-ray and 4K, Night School, Blu-ray and 4K. Everybody's favorite robot movie, AXL, came out on... (laughs) I know. Um, So, nobody saw that movie, thank God. And then this, what's this week, the 8th? Yep. Yeah, so we have... uh, Eight millimeter on Blu-ray. That is a Shout Factory edition. Uh, I heard I've heard mixed things about that movie. I heard it got really bad reviews, but Wait, a lot of people movie? like. Say it again. Eight millimeter with like Nicolas Cage. It's from 1999. Oh, I was about to say, when did that come out? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's is the that? it's the writer <laughs> it's the writer of Seven. Oh, okay. No, I never, I've never heard of that movie. Yeah, but it got terrible reviews. But I guess a lot of people like actually like it. So, yeah. uh, mid nineties is out. Wait, this that's week. out. Oh, I'm gonna pick that up. I didn't even let me go on my I'll, Amazon. I'll, right I'll eventually. Oh, nope, he's buying it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Uh, we because in, interrupt- I've been wanting to watch that for a while, and I yeah. love me some indie movies. And yeah, then, we we interrupt. We interrupt this podcast to buy mid nineties on Blu-ray on Amazon. Yeah. There it is, fourteen uh, uh, and hell yeah, in my yeah. cart. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Castle Rock, the first season on four K and Blu-ray. Dragon Ball Super Part Six. Oh, remember, remember Hellfest? <sighs> Hellfest. Like know. it just like one of the worst final girls I've ever seen in a horror movie ever. Yes. And I love, and I think there's a huge disconnect as far as with slashers right now. And there's only paranormal horror movies out right now. The only slasher big thing that we have right now is like, fuck, like what? I don't, maybe Halloween. Yeah. Um, but I mean, maybe happy death day too, but it's just the, the amount, the lack of slashes I'm seeing in the, in the horror in the category is criminal. To me, so then mm-hmm. a, horror, a slasher. What happens? The slasher movie is set in a theme park. Is on its way, and I was like, "What? This is amazing!" <laughs> and it's fucking and terrible. It turned it's out so to be sick. shit. It was just one of the worst endings I've ever seen. I heard they had an idea for a sequel, but they can't do it now because the movie made no money. Good. Did not Thank like how best. Um, one of the worst. Like I said before, one of the worst final girls ever in a horror movie. Like she was just. Horror. She was bad. If she that was, was Sid- really bad. If 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 that was Sydney Prescott, Sydney Prescott would have shot the guy in the head. This chick, <laughs> this this chick, and literally Sydney Prescott has done that to yeah. killers. Shot them in the head. It shot. She's shot. It's just she's done everything. This movie, this girl hits the guy with a log, like some plastic log, and run. No, it was a it was a, it was a prosthetic hand. She hits him in the oh, back yeah, with a prosthetic hand, of- and then runs away. And he dropped his weapon, so she could have picked it up and fucking stabbed him in the eyes or something. But she's just like, ugh! And then she runs. I'm like, stop fucking running, you coward! Like, fight this man! She yeah, tried to kill well, all your friends. The fact Sox. is, sucks. The, the fact is too is that the twist at the end is really lame, and he his weapon of choice was a butter knife. Yeah, it's just like, damn, this fucking guy doesn't know whether to kill people or have fucking breakfast. It just sucks. Like, <laughs> Like, and, and it's like I came out of that movie and I didn't think it was. I was like, oh, it was all right. And now I'm like thinking about it. Movie sucks. Like the only good thing is the first one minute, like the yeah. opening scene, probably really cool. 
That's yeah, about it. it. That's it. About it. About it. Everything else is trash. Uh, anyways, uh, go on, my friend. I think that's all we got. Oh, well, all right. All right. So right now, I will say the results of our live Twitter poll. Uh, Cinemania World Show episode twenty-seven poll. Did Bohemian Rhapsody deserve its Golden Globes win? Was my question, even though I think it did. Uh, so the options were, of course, uh, absolutely not, and don't care. So. 56% of the fans say, of course, and I agree. Uh, 33% is, is said absolutely not. 11% said I don't care. Uh, so I'm glad that everyone thinks that it, it should have, it deserved its stuff. Um, all right, what else do we got? Is that about it? Is that it? Are we done? I think, I think that's it. All right, that you is just, wrap. You just want to go to bed. Well, I got to eat, too. I'm starving. Um, Dwayne is in a relationship with his bed. I, oh God! I need my bed, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta get up early, but because I gotta edit this too, and it takes a while. But all right, guys, that is it. That is uh, the conclusion of our first Cinemania World Show of the year, episode twenty-seven. We will be back ep- next week for episode twenty-eight. That's gonna be fun, Alex. Great show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, thanks for. Um, I'm glad we were able to work out these schedules and stuff like that. Yeah, we're finally not sick. Yeah, exactly. It was tough. But um, all right. Thank you guys for joining us. We will add our all of our social media links in the descriptions below, whether you're watching on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Podbean. We will put all the links in the description below. Happy New Year's, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That is Alex, and we will talk to you soon. Cinemania World Podcast. Bye-bye. See you later.